Welcome to New in Nashville. This is your host, Elam Freeman. I'm a commercial real estate broker and yoga instructor based in Nashville, Tennessee, and I am a Nashville native who has spent time living in Los Angeles and Washington, D.C. I have also traveled to all 50 states and visited nearly every U.S. metropolitan city bigger than Nashville. I am crazy about Nashville's growth and want natives, newcomers, and tourists to have the knowledge they need to keep up with our city's pace. This episode of New in Nashville is sponsored by Nashville Fit Magazine, Nashville's first and only magazine focused on keeping our residents fit, healthy, and active. As a go-to source for all things health and wellness in Music City, Nashville Fit Magazine is a lifestyle publication running stories on gyms, personal trainers, nutritionists, dietitians, and more. I personally love the way they have created events to bring Nashville's fitness community together in a way that didn't priorly exist. Connect with them online at NashvilleFitMagazine.com or on Instagram at NashvilleFit. This week's episode is part one of a two-part series about exploring Nashville through its neighborhood art crawls. As with the co-working episodes, I did not intend to do two episodes on the art crawls, but once I started creating content, I realized these cultural events provide such a lens into the neighborhoods in which they are held that two episodes were necessary. I also want to fully disclose that I am not an art aficionado by any means, If you are hoping to hear about the art, be warned that I'll mostly be talking about the crawl. I will, however, include links in the show notes to places where you can learn about the art further. With that, let's get started. Do you have an appreciation for the arts? Do you like supporting all things local? How about free snacks and wine? Or maybe you are looking for an opportunity to experience a new Nashville neighborhood with low commitment. I've found that there is no better way to achieve all of these goals than checking out all of the Nashville art crawls. With an art crawl happening every weekend, you never have to make Saturday night plans again if you don't want to. This week, we will highlight the Downtown Franklin art crawl and the Downtown Nashville art crawl, while next episode, we will discuss Wedgwood Houston, East Nashville, Germantown, and Jefferson Street art crawls. The first art crawl we are covering takes place the first Friday night of every month in downtown Franklin. The downtown Franklin crawl is well put together and it is a great way to see not only the art galleries, but other businesses that are not typically open at night. Upon entering into your first gallery, you will find a paper map with each business listed that is partaking in the art crawl. It is even common to find businesses that are not typically art galleries with art hanging on the wall. I particularly enjoy Franklin First United Methodist, Parks Realty, and Daniel Pugh's Raymond James office. If you are a history buff and wish to learn more about the history of the land where downtown Franklin sits, you can even walk through the exhibit at Williamson County Archives. We are going to take a moment here to derail and talk a little bit about what historic Franklin has to offer as a whole. If you haven't visited downtown Franklin, you may think suburban sprawl when you hear someone mention Franklin or Williamson County. 
However, downtown Franklin has a charm incomparable to any other town in Middle Tennessee. In fact, the main street draws visitors from all over the world. My friends recently bought the heirloom shop and told me they have been amazed by all the tourists they have met who chose to spend their vacation in downtown Franklin as opposed to Broadway to garner more of a quaint yet unique experience. The buildings on the street are individually owned and commercial spaces rarely hit the market. For example, Toby Mac owns a little white building with a beautiful Airbnb on top. He recently leased space to Citizen 615, a sleek clothing store that carries his Mac Black Label clothing line. Downtown Franklin is one of a few commercial centers with close proximity to lots of residential. While the primary demographic appears to be empty nesters, millennials and young professionals can also be found residing in the surrounding residential pockets. While not included in the art crawl, if you happen to be near downtown Franklin during the day, you should check out the factory. Though several plans for revamping have fallen through, such as a proposed food hall and a restaurant from Terry Riley of the Pharmacy and Butchertown Hall, a couple of Nashville's best concepts, Five Daughters Bakery and Franklin Juice Co., operate steady business within the factory. Many were also sad to see Tom Morales' and Jennifer Masley's Sapphire go, but later this year a taco concept will come to fill the space called Moho's Tacos. The transition is a natural fit as the ownership group of Moho's has helped open and operate Five Daughters Bakery and Franklin Juice. The taco shop took possession of the space in January, and with the space being second generation, most changes should be cosmetic, which will aid in a quicker opening. And if you are like me and the design of a restaurant is just as important, if not more important than the food you are eating, you won't be disappointed as the ownership group has instilled the interior design services of Katie Vance of Powell Architecture and Building Studio. Vance has recently left her mark during the Nashville restaurant boom, designing the spaces for notable spots like Butcher and Bee, Old Glory, Butcher Town Hall, and 210 Jack. Of note, Katie Vance also started Porter Flea with her husband, Matt, of Holler Design. Finally, be sure to check out Franklin's Farmer's Market at the factory, which is one of the only farmer's markets that operates on a year-round basis. Now back to the art crawl. One thing that I have recently enjoyed about the Franklin art crawl is that my friend Craig of Sip Coffee has been setting up shop at the Savory Spice Shop. I could go on another derail about Craig and his ideas for a powerful business, but for the sake of time, check out his story at the Nashville Entrepreneur Center podcast, which I will link to our show notes. Fully experiencing the Franklin Art Crawl will take several trips as some of the galleries worth going to are within walking distance of the strip but off the beaten path. Some of these galleries that are harder to find have full-on parties throwing a potluck with all their friends while also welcoming newcomers. When the weather is nice, the streets will be bustling and there is ample opportunity to meet new people, including some of the artists. More so than the other crawls we will discuss, the Franklin Crawl has several shops with many antiques. Upon finishing the crawl, if you are still looking to keep the night going past the 9 p.m. closing, you may enjoy checking out JJ's Wine Bar. 
It is a -a one-of-a-kind experience and great for indecisive folks like myself. Much like the Pizza Rev beer tabs we mentioned in the Pie for Picky People episode, the system allows you to try many different types of wine by pouring smaller pours. At the end of the night, your smart card will be tallied so you can pay up. In the next couple of years, more nightlife activities will be available on the square. The development of 213 Public Square will include downtown Franklin's first rooftop bar and Harpeth Square will include a boutique curio hotel. Possibilities for the kind of night you can couple with the downtown Franklin art crawl are about to change exponentially. Now we will transition into the next art crawl you will want to hit on the first weekend of the month. The downtown Nashville art crawl is held on the first Saturday of every month and is also in a changing district. The lion's share of the galleries open to the public front 5th Avenue between Union and Church Street, and the arcade that runs parallel to these two streets and provides pedestrian access from 5th to 4th Avenue. In a minute, we will cover all the changes that have been taking place in the neighborhood, but first let me tell you a little bit about what to expect at the art crawl. The downtown crawl has a bus for those who need to park on the Sobro side of downtown or for those who wish to hit the galleries off the beaten path. The galleries not included on the 5th Avenue and Arcade Corridors include the gallery at the Country Music Hall of Fame and attached to the Omni, as well as 21C Hotel Art Museum. If you are looking for an art crawl that is most consolidated and dense, the downtown crawl is for you. That being said, I recommend going in the spring or fall when the weather is mild. In the summer, galleries can really heat up and make the experience less enjoyable. The downtown crawl is almost all traditional galleries with the exception of the downtown Presbyterian Church, which is also where Nashville's newspaper, The Contributor, offices out of. If you go to the church, be sure to also walk around the corner to check out the alley behind the church that contains large murals done by the Nashville Walls Project. You can also spot five more murals done by the Walls Project in the general vicinity of the walk. Addresses to those murals will be left in the show notes. Fifth Avenue, where most of the art crawl takes place, is changing slowly but surely. Frothy Monkey has been driving strong business in the location over the past few years, but it also sticks out like a needle in a haystack. Tom Morales, who also owns Acme, The Southern, and Finn and Pearl, recently invested in the street when he opened up Woolworths on 5th. The restaurant has received lots of positive press and has a rich history that can be uncovered by visiting the website. Eater recently named the restaurant the most historically important restaurant in Nashville. It is open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and until 11 p.m. on weekends, which makes it a nice option for those who aren't into Broadway after the art crawl. The opening of Woolworths on 5th is timely, coming just several weeks after the grand opening of the Noel Hotel and the 505 Residential Tower, both less than two blocks away. Several other changes are taking shape with the entrance of level offices, co-working, and Industrious's second location right in the same neighborhood. Additionally, a new bakery will be opening up in the Cumberland Building, and the 505 still has about 10,000 square feet of retail for lease on its ground floor. Provence Bakery, at the foot of the library, which is also right in the vicinity, also recently closed its doors, which will provide opportunity for a new operator to come in and occupy a brick-and-mortar space. 
The galleries along Fifth have rotating exhibits and the styles of art drastically differ studio by studio. After checking out the galleries on Fifth, you can enter into the arcade, which is a long roofed open alley with two floors of retail that runs between Fifth and Fourth Street. Many feel that the alley has much more potential than it is currently utilizing. Some more modern businesses such as the Urban Juicer and From Nashville with Love have entered into the arcade, but Cashville and Rhinestone Wedding Chapel need to go if we want to see the arcade translate into anything like San Francisco's Ferry Building, which I believe it has the potential to be. On a positive note, I recently saw the arcade had created a website with a collective list of tenants, which is certainly an improvement from before. Over half the businesses are art galleries, which can be a really positive way to support programming being brought in. Once you explore the arcade galleries, you will end up on 4th Avenue and see lots of construction. Within the next year, two more boutique hotels will be joining the already open Fairlane and Noel. One of these hotels is The Dream, whose other locations are Los Angeles, Miami, and Manhattan. If Nashville being chosen as the fourth U.S. city doesn't put us on the map, I don't know what does. The Bobby Hotel has kept with the art and historical theme of the neighborhood by lifting an old Greyhound bus on their roof as part of their rooftop bar. I've recently spent a lot of time down and around the area for both work and pleasure, and it seems construction is going on round the clock. As you move on down to the 21C exhibit, which can also be accessed 24-7 since it is part of the hotel's lobby, you will have the choice to turn right or left on 4th. Turn right so that you can travel through the Noel Hotel, which is a masterpiece of its own. The Noel design team is local and the coffee shop is operated by Andy Moma of Barista Parlor. In addition, the small gift shop carries all sorts of local artists and goods. Be sure to check out the Make Ready restaurant downstairs and the secret bar that is also located in the basement. If you have trouble finding it, just ask the Make Ready staff as they are very friendly. Be sure to note that the bar does not open until 7 p.m., so it is best fit for a mid or post art crawl drink as opposed to the pre art crawl drink. When I explored the hotel with my friend Erin, who works for Dad Interior Designs and helped curate the artist mix, she pointed out a multitude of details, my favorite of which was a unique wallpaper designed by New Hat Project in the women's restroom on the basement floor. Once you finish up at Make Ready at the bar or just perusing, you can head on up to Church Street through Make Ready's entrance, where you will pass by Bryce McLeod's new interactive print studio opening later this year. Well, I could tell you all about Bryce and the amazing work he is doing for Nashville's newest buildouts and emerging neighborhoods, I will save these awesome stories for a future episode where we will focus on Pie Town or possibly even do an interview with Bryce. In the meantime, if you wish to learn more, I will link his website in the show notes. From here, take a left into Printer's Alley where you will pass Skull's Rainbow Room, which the owner of Sweet Liberty in South Beach recently told me was his favorite bar in the whole world. While I don't have exact sales numbers they drive, I hear they are doing just fine. If burlesque shows are your thing, it might be worth the Saturday night entrance, but no, it will likely be standing room only. Otherwise, take a right where you will pass a nice Nashville Walls installation that collaborated with local artists. At this point, you will be looking at my personal favorite new bar downtown, The Black Rabbit. 
Of all experiences I have had within downtown proper, the Black Rabbit is the least touristy feeling. They also have a great happy hour on weekdays. Once you have crossed over 3rd Avenue with Black Rabbit on your right, walk down the alley towards 2nd where you will enter into the 21C Hotel. 21C has an intriguing art exhibit that is curated specific to each city they are located in. My personal favorite part of every 21C hotel is the chairs they have in the room streaming a video. I've never seen anything like them and telling you too much might take away the mystique. So please go try them out for yourself. I've not eaten a meal at Gray and Dudley's, which is inside the hotel, but a friend recently told me they will make modifications to your order without an upcharge or looking at you cross-eyed, unlike most of the restaurants downtown. Head two blocks towards Broadway and you'll find yourself in a land where making a specialized order or trying to find something on a menu that isn't fried will likely not be an option. As you can see, attending an art crawl is the perfect way to get out and truly experience a neighborhood in its full vibrancy. Overall, the best way to stay up to date on details specific to that month is by following different social media accounts, which I will link in the show notes. I hope this episode has given you a good education on developments happening in downtown Franklin and downtown Nashville, and that you will block off your first weekend in April to have a new in Nashville filled weekend. I'd love to know your opinions. And if you are more of an art critic than I am, please share your opinions from that perspective as well. Please reach out to share your experiences with us by emailing new in Nashville podcast at gmail.com. You can also sign up for our mailing list and access our social media at newinnashvillepodcast.com. If you enjoyed the show, please review and subscribe on iTunes and refer our podcast to a friend today. Thank you again to Nashville Fit Magazine for sponsoring this week's program. Don't forget to pick up their latest issue at your local gym and to connect with them online at nashvillefitmagazine.com or on Instagram at nashvillefit. Thank you to Jared Anderson of Evergreen Productions for producing and engineering our podcast. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time. The music in this episode is provided by Carrie Ann Larson. She is a singer-songwriter who strives to write songs that people hear their own stories in. You can find her music, including her latest single, Fairweather Friend, on all digital platforms.